Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, Game 4 of the World Series. Braves 3-1 lead in Atlanta. Trevor Plouffe. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, a spooky World Series edition. My name is I'm the boy and John Boy. Uh, that's what I tell people. Talking Jake, Trevor Plouffe out getting nasty in Calabasas. BBD behind the ones and two. The John hmm. Bino will be joining us in a minute or two. Uh, is he giving birth? I don't know. Tough to say. We don't know. We're not going to jump to conclusions. Given um, birth real quick, he'll be back in five. Yeah. So we'll people people, are, people in the chat are saying jacket Twitter killed him. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that uh, that was tough to see. Uh, tough. Dude, dude's down bad when uh, jacket Twitter comes after you. Uh, we are coming live from the DraftKings studio out here in the BX, the Boogie Down Bronx. Raise up. Uh, Trevor, how are you doing, my good man? 3-1. Atlanta, a chance to close it out tonight. World Series. Your Braves. Mm. Before we get to that, I okay. need to address something. Sure. This is serious, okay? Okay. Yesterday, there's this umpire in my in my little league. Okay. Uh, technically, we pay pony baseball, but I just referred as, refer to it as little league. There's an umpire there. Young kid. Stickler for the rules. He's made me do a lot of silly stuff. I'm like, what are you talking about? Always calling me out, making me do these silly, mm. silly rules. So yesterday, he showed up to the game, and I saw his eyes. I said, you don't, you don't look like you got much rest. He said, I was out till 1 a.m. Wow. And I said, listen, that's all good and dandy, but it's showtime. You better show up. You messed some stuff up today, I'll be all over you. Mm. Sure enough, the kid messed some stuff up. I got all over him. And then afterwards, I was talking. This is where it gets bad. Afterwards, I was talking to his little umpire buddy. These kids are 14 years old, by the way. That's what was going to be my question. This is a kid? They're 14. They're 14. Okay. 14, 15, 16. I don't know. They all look the same to me. Okay. Um, I was talking to his other umpire buddy. I said, hey, get, get, get that kid, you know, put a leash on him. You know, he's, mm. he's coming at me. I'm going to come at him. But then the supervisor, the umpire supervisor, I was just joking, but he overheard me. Oh, boy. And I saw I was, as I was walking out, the supervisor talking to that young kid umpire. So basically, I'm just a tattletale yeah. POS, and I want to apologize on air. I didn't want that to happen. It's just, it's just boys being boys back and forth, and then... Yeah. Somebody unfortunately overheard me. I think you got a talking to. You became the monster you didn't want to become. And yeah, I mean, you telling that story. Because I think everyone was hoping the umpire was was not a 14-year-old kid. And then you (laughs) stated that they were. I had flashbacks to the Home Run Derby this year when you and those... Uh, oh my God. You and those kids just like talk trash to each other for a while. It's basically what happens every every Saturday morning. So you kind of just trash talk fourteen year old boys. Not always. Like I guess sometimes they need it. I don't know, man. 
Oh, so you're you're t- you're turning that into like you're a you're a father figure for them by keeping them in hey. place. Maybe, Daddy Trev. Daddy Trev. Uh, Speaking Tre- of daddies, yes. How are you, Trev? How are you feeling about your your Braves and six? John Bleezy. John Bleezy. <laughs> Spooky. Happy Spooky Halloween, John. Trev, Happy how are you Halloween. feeling about your Braves and six? Uh, I don't feel good about it. Really mm-hmm. seems like they're going to close it out tonight in five, and that would just be the ultimate slap in the face right there. Do you want six still? Because I was rooting I very do. heavily for you to be bright, but now I just want the World Series to end because I have a baby on the way, and I don't want the <laughs> Astros to win. And I think if they win, they might win. Yeah, going back to Houston's very scary for Atlanta. I, In my mind, it's actually played out exactly like at the beginning of the series. If if I had to choose how the games went, it'd basically be exactly how they've gone. Like Especially knowing that four and five were bullpen days. They win the first one. They got a technically like a bad bullpen day coming now, but that's not even really true. But in my mind, it is, so... I don't know, man. Did you hear what Rosie said about the hundred dollars? If I would have bet, how much it would be worth, James? How much? And someone in the chat, please do this because I'm not trusting Rose and his turkey math. He said twenty five point six million dollars. What were the odds? I have no idea. He said the some guys did, gave this to him, and he's like, "This guy's like, this is what he does." I mean, but I don't, unless you have like an internet machine to go back and look at the, what the odds were on March. He did. He said he went back to March 29th. That's what, that was the closest odds he could find. And I was just to Braves to win the world series in six games and the Astros. Like you had to pick, you know, it's like that exact, that exact scenario. I don't know if it's true. I don't don't want it to be true, James. I don't think think I want that to be true. Uh, I don't, I, man, I don't know nothing about nothing, but you can't turn $100 into $25 million. <laughs> that sounds crazy to me, too. Thank you for, you know what? I'm That's actually going right. to go with James on this. I'm going to go with James on this. Speaking of. Just because it makes me feel better. What did I place my bet on yesterday? Huge. Oh, I yeah, was... you placed your $100 bet yesterday. Yeah. Man. We placed it at the very end, then immediately retracted it uh, right, in, right in time for the buzzer. What was it? Rosario episode. home run. Yeah, I couldn't retract it. I did not. Oh, you didn't it. retract. It didn't mm. let you. He didn't homer, right? Yeah, I won it. 22 bucks my way. Whoops. But I Woo. lost I lost 25 because a, some, a listener tweeted me, said, Granky under two and a half strikeouts. He's mm. not going to go for longer, and they're going to be swinging early. And... uh you forget the pitcher hits. Yeah. So we lost that one. Cranky. What an outing by him. Um, yeah, I was streaming with Joe's, our guy Joe's McFly last night, and there was a point where the Braves come back. We'll talk about it in a minute. And it was like, if the Astros can somehow come back, which, hey, it's the Houston Astros, one run. Like, we've seen them do that before. Like, the fact that it could have been a tied series if they came back just would have been so weird. It feels like they've been getting dominated. Um, and that's kind of what you're saying, Jim. Like, if they find a way tonight 
and bring it back to Houston, it's like, okay. Two two in H-Town, Funky Town, Space City, Nassau City, Kelsey Winger, uh, Baseball Town, the Texans. Say, did you say it feels like the Braves are being dominated or the Astros? The Astros are being dominated. Oh. A-Rod, I know I disagree with A-Rod all the time. Rod. But, and I, I guess I'll ask before I shit on A-Rod. Because I had said this when I called into the live stream, but Trav, I'll ask you and Jake. A-Rod said it felt like the Astros were dominating that game the entire game, and but they only had a, a one-run or two-run lead, and I I couldn't have disagreed more. I called into the chat, and I said, isn't it weird that the Astros have more runs, but the Braves are winning this game? Like I felt almost the exact opposite the entire game, and when the Braves scored, it was like, okay, yeah, that now it actually adds up to what this game has felt like. So I, I don't know if I, I – there's not really a wrong or right here. I guess it's just how you interpret the game. I'm interested to hear what you guys think on that. I, I thought just the way the series is gone, like if, if you're up early, like you go on to hold the lead. This didn't happen to uh, last night. So I, I didn't feel like the Braves were for sure going to win that game. I also didn't feel like the Astros had you know a, a firm grasp on it either. So I think all throughout this – series we've been saying the same thing it's just so hard to predict these games especially because they've all been so freaking close i mean i know there's been the seven to two game but we had a two nothing now a three two like they're just so evenly matched and these bullpens have been good but we're starting to see the effects of like you're getting a a second third look at these guys i think that's going to come into play today um and that's kind of why i think houston's offense does get going today I know Tucker Davidson will be new for them. Um, and when is, did Minter pitch game two? I think he was, he was what, 42 pitches game one, I think. Game one? Yeah, I don't know. I never felt like the Braves for sure were going to win or the Houston had the, a firm grasp on that game last night. What That's about you, fair. It's a very close game. It's, I, I think... Again, I, this series feels like Houston's been getting dominated, and it's because, I guess in my head, the guys that you'd expect to be doing it aren't. Correa's in a funk. Bregman's useless right now. Like, the, Jordan. The, these mighty Astros, yeah, they're just pitching around Jordan, and if he wants to get himself out, they'll allow it. So it's, it's uh, I don't know, it, it, it it feels like, I mean, Altuve, he hits a couple nice balls last night, and it feels like he's... In this series, if you know anything about Altuve, he probably homers tonight. Maybe make that your your DraftKings bet. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Uh, the Astros, the the guys you expect to do it kind of aren't. I mean, that Bregman first pitch pop out in the ninth. Like, yeah. the whole office, the whole office let out this audible, like, ew, dude. Yeah, bad swing. He's actually, like... Um... Uh, Bregman has actually reached the point where I, I, there was a point until that pop out where I was feeling bad for him. And I was mm. like, oh, my God, dude, come on. Like, I know that you got caught cheating and all this, but like, let's get a little bit of the swagger back. Like, come on, like you're so down and out. And then that first pitch pop up reached a threshold where I was like, dude, get over yourself. Mm. Like, just fucking play baseball and stop being a sad sack. Like, He's almost like the dying dog commercial. Mm. <laughs> He's like the Sarah McLaughlin commercial every time he gets in that bat. 
Yeah, you think he's that yeah. sad? Didn't you see yes. what he like? Did the first pitch pop out? Was the, Did like, you see what he wore to the World Series? Trev, it's sad. It, I mean, it seems sad on the field. An Alex Bregman costume? He had like a top hat on. He had like a green suit. It was uh, it was interesting. There's this there's this watching episode that Jake and I did. We were watching Family Feud from 1960s or something like that. And then at the end, it was for all pretty mature babies being mm. born at the hospital, and you had to donate Jesus. to save their lives. And it was like the heaviest, saddest thing. And that's what the at bat yesterday was by Bregman. I was just like, oh. BBD just wow. BBD just put it on the screen. I mean, Buster only Buster only tweeted Alex Bregman's postseason stats the last two years this morning. Wasn't getting a ton of love, so he retweeted himself. So power play moves <laughs> by Buster only. Uh, strictly power plays. Let's uh let's talk. Let's do the game. Let's do the game. We're already getting into it. I know Trev. Everyone wants to know your uh, current MVP vote. Uh, but before we do that, we have to talk about our MVP. It's Dugout Mugs. Uh, oh, yeah. They've been riding with us through the whole postseason. Christmas is now 55 days away. 55 days away. Trev's holding his knob shot. And, guys, there's shipping crises in the world. And it's not with our guys' Dugout Mugs. The FedEx, the people that ship stuff, uh, it's why there's no patches on the jerseys. That's what everyone says. Uh, I got mugs really? holding up their yes. end of the bargain, getting it out of their warehouse within, you know, one to three the days. The patch companies but... are getting hit, but not the jersey companies? Jim, it was probably the funniest part of the stream. We'll get there in a second. Um, they said, like, before the playoffs, like, yep, we're not going to be able to have them. Code JOMBOY at dugoutmugs.com. They are giving their better than Black Friday deal 35 percent off they're doing this to get ahead of it they don't want you reaching out and saying hey where's my mug so they're giving you the best deal they can right now they have all your favorite teams they have the metal mug with the spill proof cap we need that i need that jake shakes this hand's just not steady Dugout mugs, they make a quality product. It's the perfect gift for any baseball fan. If you're listening to this, you're a baseball fan. So go to dugoutmugs.com, 35% off with code JOMBOY. Um, so, yeah, they, uh, G- Jim, they genuinely said that because of the shipping stuff is why they don't have patches on the jersey. And Joe's, and only Joe's fashion just goes like, they're Major League Baseball. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't put a couple patches on the jersey? And uh, you just, MLB would yeah, love just, to be able to sell more jerseys that have the World Series patch on it, so it's got to be genuine. But Yeah, I just, like, don't. Sure, they, they don't, tried everything. I, no, I don't think they tried nothing. They tried anything. everything, but you they, they, they would have made so, anything. They, they can much. just, like, go to the local Lions Club in Atlanta and be like, hey. We need to get guys, these made. You guys stitched there together like are, 40 patches for us, and I think they'd be able to do it. And selling World Series have patch the jerseys, to do that. they would have made a lot of money. So uh, I find, I would give them the benefit of the doubt that they tried to. But well, they're going to get pouches and sell the hell out of them. But. Are you telling me that we're making our patches in China? Oh I just boy. feel oh you can boy. find a couple old ladies to sew some patches if you wanted patches. 
They could have figured out something for World Series at least. Because that's just like seven. They don't have those shops in Atlanta? They got them on the hats. They got the patches on the hats. Feels like if we got Sam, Bill, and some of our parents together, we could supply these. I'm genuinely upset right now. Wait till the end of the episode. Trevor Plouffe will do another rant on his relationship with China. Um, let's do this game. Want to burn it? I think so. Mm. I think so. Yes. Yes. Jake and Mark, it's at burn. World Series game for the Astros with throwout future Hall of Famer. Hoping Zach has the green key to success versus the undefeated at home this postseason Atlanta Braves. And Dylan Lee Harvey Oswalt as he tries to not get shot down making his first ever MLB start. Correa decides he wants to join in on the chop. RBI ground out. It's one nothing. Lee struggled. I'm shocked. Who would Snicker turn to? Kyle was the right call. How about 4.21 earned run from my fellow Vandy man, but the one he did give up. Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve. That's a moon blast. We're rich. We're crypto people. It is two nothing Astros after four in the six this thick this thick unstoppable he's young he's so thick Austin Riley with the RBI single it is two to one into the seventh it tastes just like Dansby Apo Taco another Vandy man let's go we are tied up at twos scratch that Reverse it back to back. Solaire power. Jorge Solaire coming in on the hot boys list. If he doesn't, me and Trev are beefing. And then it's time for the night shift. The Braves bullpen does it again. Matzik to Jackson. Will Smith gets jiggy on him. The Braves. Truist Park was rocking. They take Game four, three, two, final, and take a three-one series lead. So thick. It's just so, so thick. thick. Oh, where, what do you got there, Jake? Where's that? Where's that from? The bodega. So this is actually from. Um, I'm supposed to have a Halloween outfit. It's really tricky for me because my life is a Halloween outfit. Mm-hmm. My life, we know that. My life is like the, a bad person dressing up for Halloween. Like you're like they don't take it a step farther. I just do that 364 days a year. Um, so I was gonna pop by one of the Halloween spirit shops this morning. The two addresses that popped up around me, they were gone. I don't know if they already cleared out, or I don't know if they were old ones. Um, I don't know when those disappear. I would guess they're gone by now. Cause I or, saw, or, or they were last year's. I saw a line yesterday at a different one, but I wasn't over there, so I was in kind of a diffy part of town. So I got a brecky Sammy and a coffee there. I said iced coffee. Mm. Could I get like a little vanilla or something there? And the guy said no mm. flavors. Good. I said okay. all right. Let's dance. Soft coffee flavors black. in your coffee. Soft. This is black soft. coffee. Jake, uh, Jimmy, do you want to talk about soft or should we just get into the game? Mm. Uh, I mean, I don't care. It's pretty ridiculous. 
It's pretty crazy. It's it's. <laughs> if there, it's really there might funny be sometimes people... we talk about Twitter stuff, and there's people that listen to the show that aren't on oh, Twitter and, no. and, and and don't care about Twitter at all. But <laughs> I mean, I tweeted out that picture, <laughs> pictures wearing jackets is the softest thing. And dude, this is where it is. It's just like people just look <laughs> to get mad. Like I don't think we have ever used the word soft non-ironically. Like, yeah. because if you actually go around calling things soft and 100% mean it, I don't know. But people don't know that. They can't infer jokes yeah. or lightheartedness or whatever. And there's a whole contingent of people that just want to get mad at me no matter what I tweet. So, I mean, but I didn't think they were going to come at me that hard. Jack, like, they were they were ruthless. That was brutal. <laughs> they started to come at me a little bit. Because like I retweeted I you. you. I fucking sent them your way. It's like. I said that I'm just not as famous as you, so people don't care as much. They they're out to get you, man. It's wild, man. Like I But really, if you think about it, James, you're right. We've talked about this so many times. I mean, the pitchers and what they do, especially starters, there's a lot of soft stuff. They pick the jerseys, they pick the music in the clubhouse. They can't run around the bases without getting cold. It's ridiculous, bro. It is crazy. Like, that they're like, I need a win. And we're not taking shots at Smoltz and Maddox and Gladwin because those are the exact people I think about when they wear jackets. Like, my mind Dude, goes back to those guys. also wasn't 32 degrees out. It was 55. <laughs> like, Granky yeah. took it off right away because he was like, ah, it's not cold. What are you guys doing? Um, at least, like, give him, like, some, you know, like, an arm condom. How about that? I'll mm, be okay with that. An arm sleeve. Yeah, something like Dude, that. They fucking need, do it just because jacket. they 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 want to feel special. <laughs> like there's no other way. But but there's people out there that genuinely think scientifically him wearing the jacket for <laughs> three minutes on on his body is gonna save his arm, even though he stands on the mound in between pitches. That's why I'm James. here. I want jackets on the mound. <laughs> Um, oh, I'd like, a, I'd like a me coat too. rack behind the pitcher that they could wear in between pitches. Um, yeah, Jim, you would have liked it when Trev called into the stream last night. He, uh, he didn't know it was happening yet. So we, we, we broke him in and guard dog Trev came out and he was like, all right, I, I got this one. Um, it's just crazy. And then, and then someone I forgot and I did big, it late. Night. Someone <laughs> dropped a bit. Someone dropped a big word on me about. My breakdowns and like my, our whole fucking like company, and then I dropped it on Trev. It was like frivolous or something like that. I mm. forget. I mean, I, frivolity, Frivi frivolity, frivolity. Yeah, that's when you it's don't spend a lot of money, but your sperm work. Yep. Yeah, that's okay. frugality. Yep. Okay. <laughs> anyway, frivolity, everyone. Like Twitter. Wait, Twitter we... used to exist just for that. It was only lighthearted. There might be people that don't know this. It was only lightheartedness. It was only spur of the moment thoughts that were funny. And you weren't to take any of it serious. That was like Twitter from 2010 to 2018. And now it's like every time you tweet, you're publishing your thesis paper. And you better stand by it because you better believe it 100%. It's crazy. It's a crazy place. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. People suck. Let's uh let's talk about this game a little bit. Let's talk about uh, it. Trevor, what what jumps out? I mean, I in the burn, I didn't give Grinky enough love. He he kind of drops it on another postseason start when we didn't know what we were getting. Another World Series start. 
Kyle Wright's outing can't get ignored. The bullpen was gross. The back-to-back homers. Where where does your brain jump? I, I it's Kyle Wright. Okay. I mean, yeah, Grinky Grinky gave him four innings. That which is crazy. I said one time through the order, the guy ended up getting two at bats, didn't he? Like, so Grinky did. Yeah, Grinky did his job, but. Kyle Wright coming into the position that he was put into and then getting out of it with only one run, striking out Tucker, facing Carlos Correa, the boogeyman in the postseason, in big moments. I know he hasn't stepped up in the World Series yet. It doesn't matter. You know everybody was scared of that at bat. Gets through it, ground ball, strikes Tucker out. Then, you know, he works his way through some trouble, but gives him four and two-thirds. And the only blemish is the moon balloon to Altuve. That was that's the key to the game right there. Kept kept them in the game, and then they got to bring in their good bullpen, the guys they wanted to bring in, only for an inning at a time. So it saves them for today, and then they just they scored some runs. That's it, man. But if they didn't have Kyle Wright to do that, they they wouldn't be in that position. So that's that's, and Snicker said it after the game that that won us the game. Oh, absolutely. It's, I mean, if they just started him. What's this game? Or is it different? Did he have to like be spurred on in the moment? You never know, but you never know. I mean, then they go to their four dudes. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool that it worked out that way for the Braves. The Astros lost when they didn't do anything in the first inning. Yeah. Like they had such a good opportunity there. Correa gets the ground out and then who popped up or whatever the next out was. It was oh, a no, then Tucker, 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 then Kyle on Kyle crime. Mm-hmm. You think, but Kyle, even 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 in the second inning, he worked out of trouble. Like he had two runners on, one out, and like just Altuve. That was the 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 young thick play down the line on Altuve. Yeah, that was nice. Nice, young thick. I mean, they were they left eleven on base. They were the Astros were zero for eight with runners in scoring position. It's crazy, but yeah, I mean, Kyle writes all his good games coming the postseason. Now he's got like two really good outings in the postseason. He's got like four. In the last two years, regular season starts. In the, in the playoffs, he had that one like really bad one last year. If you take that out, it's eleven point two innings, point seven seven ERA. I mean, he had the bad one, but Braves are in good. such good shape. I mean, they don't have to use Kyle Wright again. They they have to win one more game, and they have a Freed and a uh, Anderson start left. And their four yeah. bullpens just have to do it once more. So for the Houston to win, they got to beat those four guys in the back end, and they haven't yet. I mean, really good spot. But, I mean, Houston does scare me if you go back home. If they get it to 3-2 and then you go home. Because um, my beloved Yankees were in that spot, and they, they couldn't do it. So I have, I have uh, PTSD. You guys, that's right. You do root for the Yankees. I mm. forgot about Every that. now and then. Hmm. They're all on vacation right now. They uh, judge has a goatee. It's, it's a weird time. Yankees facial hair season. Uh oh, Jim doesn't, doesn't like look it. Good. No. It looks kind of like an evil guy. Kind of is. He does, dude. It looks like a, a costume. Yeah. Maybe it is. <laughs> Maybe he's getting his Ted Lasso on like everyone else. Um. Man, uh, the name that I can't. Get out of my head is Will Smith. He he's had a perfect postseason, ten appearances, no earned runs. I think the crew that's done that, it's like him, 
Mariano, I think Rosenthal did it like last year or something like that. Not not sure who the other one is. Um, that Brantley at bat was awesome. Um, you know, I don't I don't want to push too many people to get off our show and watch sequence, but it, if that ends up there, I might encourage that. Eight pitch at bat, Michael Brantley looks locked in. I mean, you've just got this beautiful mix of sliders, then a big hook curve, and what does he end it with? He freezes him with a fastball on the outside corner when Brantley had to be sitting off speed. Um, Will Smith had the the perfect postseason. Supposed to be their weak spot. Just showing up. The night shift, baby. How do we not do we have shirts out yet? Talk to our graphics team yesterday. We're we're working on it. Good night. Need it. The night shift is uh, really cool. It's it's awesome. ha- is it is it so cool that it's had to have been used already by a bullpen? Because it's kind of perfect for a bullpen. I don't know. I don't think so. I think bullpens it. are still so new in baseball like history when usually- you think about it. It's certainly on on a team with like a deep playoff run like this. I feel like it's the first. I'm sure, there's other bullpens that have referred to themselves that way, but they got and yeah, I don't know. The Braves are just they're set up to go for the jugular today too. I mean, they got Tucker and Minter to give them some length, and then they they can throw those they can throw Jackson, Matzik, and Will Smith again today because they have the. If it, things go bad today, they have the off day tomorrow. Like I, I, I fully expect Snicker to unload the clip. Mm. Night shift all over him. Yeah, Daddy Minter, the only one that didn't pitch last night. They could empty the chamber with him. Um, more on this one. A, the back-to-back homers. Got to talk about that. Javier gets hit, and he's supposed to be kind of Houston's weapon out of the pen. Um, the slider kind of wasn't sliding. Dansby goes Apo Taco. Um, and then in back to back innings, you have Jordan, who, Trev, we talked about this on the live stream, so I'll get John's thoughts first on it. Uh, Jordan comes close to robbing that home run. Uh, he's a monster of a man, he's not a traditional left fielder. So that opens up some conversation. And then Eddie Rosario, the next inning, look what I found. Um, that catch was pretty wild. So, uh, Jim, right? Do you think Jordan? Do you think any left field? Do you think plus plus left fielders had a shot at that ball? Do you think average left fielders have a shot at that ball? Uh, I don't know. To even like have that conversation is is kind of rude to Jordan. It's over the fence. I mean, yeah. This isn't shots fired at Jordan. It's just a baseball conversation. No, I mean, it's over the fence. Yeah. It was over the fence by like three feet. I don't think anyone has a shot at it. Really? Okay. It was I like said five percent. I said a five percent. It would be That's like, I said. It, it would be like, yeah, it would go five percent or less. And it was over the fence and his arm was up and it was over his arm. Like, I, I didn't think it was catchable in any way. Okay. That's, that's for some people, that's a very hot take. Well, I think there's people that try to get mad. Like that, Jordan should like try to like act like Jordan's bad for not getting it, which I think is very rude. Yeah, like, that's no- rude. We're not doing that here, so we don't have to go there. But I think, I think a Joey Gallo, I think a Mookie Betts, I think a plus defender does snag that ball. I mean, Jordan Alvarez was very close, and he's not out there for his defense in any way. 
be like a fucking poster of a catch. It'd have to be, It'd like, be great. It's a World yeah. Series. I mean, that's what people do. I think if you tee that up in batting practice and tell them it's going to be there, then like, yeah, that catch can be made. But no, I don't. It's a fucking line drive. That was 107 off the bat. Yeah, no, I was I was impressed. on got there. I guess that's Jake. What we I'm know saying. you. <laughs> you might have made the catch. Yes. We've seen you and your blitz ball prowess going after fly balls. Maybe you get there, but you're what, Jake? You're built. I'm built iffy. That's understandable. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess the way you guys are depicting it, I do think it's a little more of a conversation. I definitely – and for Houston, it's a moot point anyways because it's Brantley and Jordan. So their options uh, I don't think would have had a shot at that ball. But um, I don't know. I, you know, we've seen Eddie Rosario make some wild plays this postseason and – how close Jordan was to it. I know he's a massive man. I know they're playing deep. Everyone plays deep these days. Um, I think if it was someone more inclined defensively, I, I think there's a fun conversation to be had there. Um, that being said, Javier, don't hang it to Soler, hot boy of all hot boys. Um, Scared to throw his fastball because Dansby just took that deep, so then he tripled up the slider, and Soler took that deep. It's actually a good at-bat by Soler because he – he threw a nasty slider. Solaire swung so big at it that they both kind of made the correct correction. The next pitch, so it was 1-1 at that point. The next pitch, Javier goes, all right, if he's swinging at the slider out of the zone, I'll throw another one. And he buries one kind of middle but down. Good pitch by Javier. And Solaire, he makes the correction. He's like, all right, hold up. Let's not swing that big at these sliders anymore if they're not like right in the middle. So he spits on it. And it was kind of cool to see um, that play out. And then I was like, well, is he going to go back to the fastball? Because Dansby just hit it and he clearly likes the slider better because he threw three in a row to Dansby too. And then he threw a very bad slider. I mean, it bad just slider. didn't, no bite and right in the heart of the plate. And uh, so there brings his uh, a swing again. It was a cool sequence. The middle pitch I thought was actually good baseball by both, and then Soler just then he just hangs one. Yeah, I mean the fastball was okay. It was just oh, right down the middle to Dansby, you know. Yeah, they were doing that all game. I was tweeting it out, but uh, I think it's Maldonado because it was every pitcher. Maton did it. Um, I used two examples in the breakdown I made, but that was definitely their plan. Uh, it's kind of how Granky pitches, but it's almost like Maldonado was like, well, hey, it worked. Let's just keep doing it because Maton did it. At one point, Granky got 0-2 on Freddie Freeman, then tried to bust him with a fastball. The at-bat before uh, Duval, uh, before Dansby, had him two strikes and tried to go fastball right middle, but it was bottom of the zone, and it got called a ball. But they were looking to freeze yeah. him with that fastball there. So that was definitely... Astros, Maldonado, whatever their game plan was to freeze them, strike three fastball, and Dansby uh, did not get frozen. I think that's definitely a Maldonado thing. He likes to work backwards, if you will, like that. Uh, Grinky would like, I think I've told this story on the show before, but first time I faced Grinky, I'm like, what's all the hype about? Like, I saw the ball really well off him, and maybe it was an off day or something. Uh, and then I saw him again the next time. And he absolutely just diced us up and hit and he was on that day. And it it looked different than any other pitcher. Like the ball was moving different, like the visual was different. Like he was able to put 
pitches where like other guys like consistently where other guys can't do it and he mixed pitches up differently and everything was moving and that's what it looked like last night like he was he was nasty and he doesn't have obviously his a plus stuff anymore but it's just the way that he presents pitches and then where they end up it's his sequencing is weird it's just a really strange at bat against him and he's been able to you know basically reinvent himself without you know all the stuff, the velo that he had before. Yeah, he's fun. See, they asked him if he wanted to keep playing, and he was like, "Um, I don't want to answer that question." <laughs> you see something, man? It's funny. Yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, the stuff is fun. I mean, the curveball and the power change. The fastball doesn't impress you anymore, but he cuts it, and he's grunting. And he's throwing off your timing with that little hesitation. Like it's uh Yeah. He's he's a fun watch. Um anything else from this one? He's so weird that Ozzy Albies hit right handed against him. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and struck out and made us lose my bet. Damn. <laughs> uh the Rosario catch is just hilarious. It's just like, yeah, Braves have a little bit of the magic going on there because that's a ball that he misplayed and then you know, you play that a hundred times, he doesn't take that route or that effort. It's just like a last second. And then like, oh yeah, got it. He, he looked good, man. He looked like he did exactly what he wanted to do there. And it's just, you're right. It looks like there's a magnet yeah. in their gloves it looks right like, now. Like it looks like, literally Riley. looks like angels in the outfield. Like an angel just like <laughs> grabbed his arm and outstretched it towards the ball. I think Matthew Bro, McConaughey has the he was same like clip. Yeah. <laughs> in, in live time, I thought... He was turning his body to square up with the wall to try to like play it off the wall, and then he just yeah. throws up that hand, and look what I found! Awesome stuff! Awesome stuff! Um, Who's the MVP right now, Austin Riley? Uh, I, I'm. That was two separate thoughts. Who's the MVP? And then Austin Riley with a big double and fun slide in the second were my two other comments that I. Uh, that slide we- was fun. Um, I don't know. We we did the MVP talk around the office after the game, and a I remind me of this next year. I want to do live constant MVP updates, um, like every half inning. Who is the current World Series MVP? Um, man, like Soler has a good argument, and he's barely been a starter for them. Rosario has an argument, but it's also a continuation. <laughs> Darno's in the mix. I mean, honestly, if I got a vote right now, and I think we will have a deciding play if the Braves win, you know, the fourth game of the series to get it, you know, whether Darno, Soler, um, Eddie has another big game. As of today, I think I'd go Will Smith, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you just look at, like, stats, if they don't take into account moments and the drama of the moments, which I think you have to in the World Series, Darno's... Darno's got five hits, two homers, um, and like the highest slash line. So I don't know. Who would you guys pick? There's no hitter that's standing out. I yeah, mean, I Darno's mean, also had a couple errors and throwing the ball away. I think you it give it to Smith. Away. It's got to be a pitcher. You give it to Smith, and you tell him share this with the boys. Actually, though, mm. the night shift, night, night shift MVP. Wow. What was the Reds bullpen nickname? Nasty boys. The nasty boys. The nasty boys. Nasty boys. That was also our, when we first added Trev, 
The only thing that could happen, yes, is if Ion has to pitch a game seven. Yeah, then yes, yeah, yeah. Other than that, yeah, I think it's got to be Will Smith. I mean, yeah, it's kind of strange. There's really no one that's really stood out. Maybe tonight we get somebody. A little interesting. Like Jackson's thrown more innings, Minter's thrown more innings, Massick's thrown more innings than Smith, but obviously it's Smith is a different role. I have something half mean to say. Say it. Yeah. Will Smith, the pitcher, has the perfect mix of, like, I think fuck you with overconfident meets, I don't want to say dumb, but just, like, (laughs) aloof. Kind of, like, not giving a shit, but he gives so much shit. Like, Will Smith feels like the kind of guy that's, uh, like, I don't know. I could see him throwing the opposite of like what Darno puts down sometimes, just to be like, "Screw you, man." <laughs> All right, I have something that I think adds to what you're saying on his vibe of what he his mound presence, and this might be mean, might not. It's a little Eli Manning, uh, and I love Eli, Ooh. and some other people I know that look like him. Where Jake, it looks like if you ask Will Smith any question, the first sound out of his mouth is "uh," and then he answers. Okay. He's a little panhandle Eli. I like that. I think it's more like, ting. You know, like he's one of those guys, man. <laughs> what are you saying? Do that again. Ting. <laughs> you know, like. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what he, you're talking He's thrown about. in a tinner what? in the Wild West. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. Guy like spitting that. in the barrel. Spittoon. I like that. He actually looks yeah. like someone, uh, every time I see him, that I'll tell you. Afterwards, I guess, because I don't want to say it on the show. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't think they'd get offended. Before we talk a little bit more about tonight's game, could I tell you guys about Blitzball really quickly? Um, I love Blitzball. Me and Jimmy are professional Blitzball players. Um, That's a fact. Uh, And if you've seen it on our back alley at Bats, we had a hilarious one last week with the We Got Ice guys. You guys, uh, baseball fans, might know them from TikTok or Instagram, Twitter, it's so silly, so fun, good content, too. They're so ugly. So ugly. They are too ugly. Um, Which is their downfall. Shout out Zoe and Jack. We had a lot of fun, a lot of fun with that. Stop being so ugly. If you have no idea what Blitzball is, it's kind of like the modern Wiffle. It's uh, the the creator spent a ton of time, similar to John Boy growing up, when he was playing Wiffleball, he's like, how do I juice this up a little bit? I want to throw the pelote. And so he spent hours and tried different designs until they finally came up with the Blitzball ball. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. You can make it dance. You really have to throw it. After me and Jimmy play, we basically have to sit out uh, a full rotation start. Go check out Blitzball's YouTube channel to get into it. They have some real professionals that play. They've had MLB guys come through. Kyle Tucker, Nick Swisher, some other dudes. Uh, really good stuff over there. So go follow them on YouTube, social media. Uh, Michael Givens. Uh, yes, that Michael Givens bullpen. Could be coming to your bullpen soon. I think he's a free agent. Uh, in Tampa, they're holding their tournament, the 8th and 9th. Uh, Jake. Winning teams get a chance to compete. We might have to go. Jake. Yeah. We we played three. We announced it. Some Tom Ace in the chat came and said hi to us. Yeah. Um, one. The location we played indoors. 
Uh, well, full disclosure for the, the Back Alley Bets fans. Yeah. If you're not Back Alley Bets fans, I guess you can you can head out. But I'm talking about this. We uh, This was like the end of this season. We're taking like a two-month, maybe two-and-a-half-month hiatus from playing. Yeah. The, the, <clears throat> the gap in between videos will only be like a month or two months um, because they come, we have them queued up to, through Christmas. But anyway, Jake, I have never played, and maybe it's – I've never played – and the way that the pitches were moving the fastball in that facility, mm. I'm itching to play after play. Usually my arm is, and my arm is tired and I'm sore, but I, uh, I like feel like I still got like a lot of testosterone about it. Like I really want to, I really want to like go play. I'm, I, that location was cool. And, uh, and this, and then another note, the episode that comes out this Wednesday has a play. Hmm. That will be like in any highlight video we make yeah. of like wow. great moments in Blitzball history. Yeah, it's true. Wow. That's true. It does. Okay. Yeah. Well, boys, I uh, I think I have to let you tee it up the rest of the way. Uh, Jess is kind of going to kill me. Get out of here, so Jake. You've been leave. holding us. What else do we have? What else do we have to cover? All See, uh... Live stream tonight. We got to figure that out. I'll be here. We'll get somebody else. Uh, maybe LeBron comes through. I don't know. We don't know. Get Sonny the doorman. Sonny the doorman. I'll see you guys. Love you. Love you. Bye, Later. Jake. I do a really good impression of our doorman, Sonny. Okay. Ask BBD. It's, it's really good. Best. Yeah. The guy at the office? Yeah, the guy at the, the office. The doorman. Usually, yeah. usually the the late night guy, or evenings into night. Not the late nights always, but it's a good impression. We're not really impression guys, and you have that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Trev. So you're rooting for the Astros tonight? I mean, you have to because if you have, so you have to. I have to. I I honestly think that's the way it's going to go tonight. I think you know they <coughs> Astros are desperate. I mean, for some reason, I just feel like their hitting is going to get going tonight. But I'm really just rooting for my prediction now. I want your prediction to come true so bad because it'll never happen again. It will never happen again. No. In 2011, I I got the uh, Elite Eight, Final Four, and Final Two. Correct. Wow. In March Madness, it was UConn beating Cutler. Whoever they beat. And I was in the top 0.001%. There were still like 200 people that did it on ESPN, but I was there. And I was like, oh, um, maybe I'll do it again. I'm like, there's no way I'll ever do that again. Yeah. And that's how I feel it's... for you. So I need it to come true for you. Yeah. But I'm I think the Braves win tonight. things. I, I know it kind of feels like that. Like the energy in the stadium just feels like that's making the Braves win. And, and I do think they can't go lighter. Like they can't be like, we have a three to one lead and we're going to have an off day tomorrow. So if we get some of our top arms, a double day's rest, we're, we're going to be able to attack game six and seven as, as which the w- only reason I think that they may think that is because that's how the Yankees attack things. It's like, you know what? Let's save our top guys. And if we win tonight, we win. But if we lose, we're going to go into Houston. Everybody, 
our two our two best starting pitchers, our four relief pitchers, and everyone's going to be 100% ready to go, two days rest. It's a decent thought process, but I just wouldn't give the Astros any cushion. So I think they have to slam the brakes um, or slam the gas and just like go, go, go. But I, but I wonder if they do because it is a little nice to think, well, we got three to work with. We only need to win one. I think I saw a snicker quote saying everyone but Wright's available, but also why would you say otherwise? Yeah. You think so. Wright, as a kid, his family's answering machine was, you've reached the right house at the wrong time. <laughs> Please leave a message and we'll go back. Because I knew two Wright families and both had that. Wow. Um, I, I think that they go all out tonight. I don't think there's anything held back. I think he wants to close it out. Knowing that he has the off day is only going to make him do it more. Like... Yeah, he's ready. It's a better thought process, in my opinion. Yeah. So, who do the Astros? All... Who did the Astros go to? They have Framber. He did well his second start against the Red Sox. We'll see if he can make do well again here. But, I mean, they they're looking for a little bit of length out of Framber for sure. You know, but I think for them the same thing. I mean, obviously it's an elimination game. All hands on deck. Yeah. We could see some Odo. Oh yeah, be nice. That sucks because I can't root against Odo when he's in. So I like, know, I know. I really root for him at that point. Um, Presley has pitched. He tossed thirty-three pitches, so he like he. That's not good for them. It's not. That's really bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just I, I I still think he's available, but you know, John Smoltz said it. Twenty five pitches is kind of like that that point. Yeah, where the next day you come back, you ain't feeling the same. Like you can go nineteen twenty pitches and be okay, but once you, he said that was always what it was for him. Now Presley might be a little bit different, but thirty three pitches is a lot. Elimination game, so you're gonna call on him, but how yeah. much can you rely on him? I don't know. I've never really understood the Astros' plan besides Framber and Garcia, and I'm not going to attempt to understand it even more going into tonight. Framber's got a deal, and I like Framber. Yeah, me too. For some, I don't know. Yeah, it is scary for the Braves to think about going back to Houston. <laughs> like, yes. Like, go get the job done now. Get it done now. I'll still give you a ton of credit, Trev, but we can't, like, you know, brag about it for the end of time. No, no. It's it's actually I feel like I'll be a huge POS if I miss it by one game. It's worse. Be self than self self love. If I did like a, a a completely wrong bracket. Did uh worse than that. Did you see Glass now and Brault's reaction? Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's pretty good. They were like in disbelief. Yeah. And like Jake said, Glass now was trying to do the math in his head and he's like no. <laughs> Brault's like, you know, you don't have it right First at all. First time I ever related the Glass now. <laughs> yeah. He just First attempted to do the shoddiest and worst math. He just had to, to two out of He was like two, two out, out of 30. 30. If literally every team was the same team, then that's the right math. Oh man. All right. Anything else? Are you gonna watch this? What are you doing for th- what are you doing for Thanksgiving? But before that, what are you doing for Halloween? <laughs> I'll roast a turkey. I'm a Traeger for Thanksgiving, but tonight we're just doing all it's all kids stuff, man. Hey, and this is, I'm going to say this to you, James. I signed into our IG 
today. Mm-hmm. And um, it came up as like a, a present, like a birthday, something. Maybe this was like the day that John Boy Media Instagram started. But anyway, I took it as a birthday present. Are you going to have a Halloween baby? And would you like that? I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like it. Uh, Katie would want like that too. But no, I mean, first birth usually takes a couple hours, right? Like everyone says like five to 10 once you get to the hospital or more. More. Yeah. (laughs) And like she's, she's not even having like contractions yet that like she can't walk or she can't like talk through. So it seems like we're a little, little bit out. I think for your baby, it's better not to have a birthday on Halloween. Yeah, you don't want to share holidays. I know. But it's not like a present holiday, so I think that's fine. But birthday parties, you could always just have the Halloween party. If if it's anything like me, they'll like that. Okay. Because it's an excuse to have a party and like not have to feel weird about having a party. I didn't like having birthday parties. Dude, if he's born on... on oh, never mind. I'm so stupid. <laughs> I was going to say if he's born on the 4th, he'd be 10-4, and it'd be really easy to, like, 10-4, good buddy, be able to remember his birthday, but... Dude, I was running uh, through all the dates. I was running through all the dates yesterday, and, like, 11-1-21 has a really solid memory pattern to it. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So, November 1st, All Saints Day. Yeah. We'll name it a saint. Of course you will. My dad was named Christopher because he born on Christopher Columbus Day. It was like Daniel the whole time he was, they were pregnant, and then he was born on Christopher Columbus Day, and this was back when it was holiday, and they're like, oh, well, he's Christopher now. It's a tough, it's a hard pivot. I'm going to be name dropping a little bit here, but I went to, I'm pretty sure I went to a birthday party with a saint yesterday. Um, I believe I was there with uh, Kim and Kanye's kids. Oh, really? I had no, I, I had no idea when I was there. Wow. I told afterwards. Big time. I think one of their kids is named Saint. What if Teddy just like beat him up? It happens. Kid, little kids fight all the time. Yeah, that's cool. No, he's a lover though. Teddy, Teddy's he doesn't do that. What's he being for Halloween? That was my next question. Skeleton with an axe. Badass. Hell yeah. Badass. Easy enough. <sighs> all right, guys. Why don't my nephews be in a fire truck? Katie built him a fire truck. I, lo- I love elaborate a f- costumes. Not a fireman. The truck. Fire truck. I love that. I love when people like do cool costumes like that. He, for, I never got that. For three months, he said he was in, he wanted to be a washing machine. So Katie was starting to build him a washing machine, and then he pivoted to fire truck, which you know, in retrospect, makes a lot more sense than a washing machine. But he was dead set he wanted to be a washing machine. Okay, I like the washing machine. Maybe there's like a slot for quarters. People put them in. I mean, you're making some money. Oh, that's a great way to earn money on Halloween. Yeah. BBD, what are you doing for Halloween? Um, live streaming, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, you are. When I but when I was spooky with up the in crew there. last night. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, you are in a good mood. Uh, well, too out too late for my liking, and I was the only person that had responsibilities in the morning. I, I woke up at eight a.m. to move this morning. Uh, and now I'm gonna be here all day because I'm not doing the Sunday traffic, so I'm gonna just sit out there. Wow, to late night then moving. Jake's Already moved. Off on you. We're done with that part. That's another late night. All right, but we're good. Well, enjoy Almost the rest. Line. Enjoy the rest of your day. 
chat. Enjoy the rest of your day. Love you, chat. Thanks for joining us. Have a great Halloween if you like Halloween and you want to have a great one. If it's just a normal night for you, have a great normal night. Goodbye.